This is Marvel 616 Politics with your host, Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. Jared Mayo, that was really a, like a quick, halting Jared Mayo. I just, I gotta keep it fresh. And you do, every, all the time. You keep it super fresh. I'm like Jared from Subway, but well, thin. I guess that's true. Uh, I never thought of you as Jared from Subway. Because he keeps it, you know, Subway's fresh. Yeah, I'm but fresh. He, he's been the spokesperson for how long, and now he's running marathons. It's just not fresh anymore. It's over, Jared. You're, you're done. It's over. And he spelled his name wrong. Well, I mean, not for him. Yeah, he's he's always been wrong. It's not phonetically correct. Well, if you want to be fanatical about it. I do. <laughs> How you been, man? I've been great. How it have is, you been? I've been I've been great as well. We uh we haven't talked in quite some time. We haven't talked since AVX started. We haven't talked Yes, s- we have. Have we? Yes, we haven't talked. The last time we did the podcast was right before the movie came out. Oh, right. We haven't done it since the movie came out. So that means that... Oh, yeah, we talked about AVX because they jumped out and we were like, oh, wait, no, they didn't jump. They did jump. I remember that. Yeah. Right, right, right. But, Thank you. I mean, I heard you have some big news. Is that... Are, are we sharing this or what? What's going on with this? Do I have big news? Is Jennifer expecting? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> Oh, that'd be I, dreadful, awful news. I thought because you always go there with me, I could go there with you. Is that not? Oh, well, but you are always, Jackie is always pregnant. Well, not I since. You have like, you guys have like an orphanage down there. Not since the, the, the double V, the big snip. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh. No, but seriously, are we going to talk about, well, wait, why, why in the world would you, would you, uh, would you talk would you say that it'd be awful if Jennifer was expecting? Because we don't want kids anytime soon. Well, wait, why not? Because we are very happy uh, without kids right now. We could not. We have enough stuff going on. Like, if we had kids, we're like, oh, what are we going to do with them? Someone watch them. <laughs> <laughs> but you're great with other people's kids. Oh, yeah. I, we love children. Well, I love children. Jennifer likes teenagers. So but, she she doesn't like little kids? So like when we came over, she was like, oh, who are these brats? Oh, no, 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 not at all. But she was just like, she doesn't know what to do with little ones. So our deal has been when we do have kids, when God blesses us with children, um, I've, I've got them till 10, and then at 10 I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> right on. You know, I'm really happy that I have girls because then I don't have to do the talk and I don't have to... Like, there's a cutoff where I don't bathe them anymore. So okay. I'm just like, okay, Jackie, it's all you. Yeah. And Well, shouldn't they start to know how to bathe themselves? Yeah, but I hate it so much. I want it to be early, so. <laughs> like, you're three months. You should know better. <laughs> what are you doing falling over face down the tub? Oh, gosh, an inch of water. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, no, but really, your your big news, are we sharing that or no? I don't know what the big news is. Well, you you got a job, right? Oh, that's not news. That's not even exciting. But that's news, regardless of whether it's exciting. I'm excited for you. Well, that's like saying, hey, you got a tumor. 
That's not like saying, hey, you got a tumor. It is a tumor. Look, okay, look. With the unemployment rate so high nowadays, it's just, it's it's good to... I've know. not been unemployed, though. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you have. I'm just saying to be thankful for a job. I already have a job. Well, then why did you apply for another job? Well, there's Jennifer's job. There's some crazy things going on there. And so it'd just be best if, for some reason, she needs to go, that she can. Oh, I, I see. Uh, that's cryptic. Well, well, I mean, you know, it just makes sense. Like, if, if something happens where it gets too crazy, we can be like, Jennifer, just come home. It's cool, because I'm, I'll work. You go home. Yeah, that is cool. I'll, that's kind I'll of like the whole point of it. Otherwise, there's no reason for me to go back to work. But what are you doing? Why don't you tell the fans, the listeners? I'm not going to say they're fans because there's very few fans out there. But uh, listeners. We have lots of fans. Who doesn't love us? <laughs> I'm a freaking movie star. Re- really? <laughs> don't you forget it. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you tell our fans out there what your job is and, and, and the the good things and the bad things about it? Well, I will be herding cats. Um, for 180 days for um, the government. So that's pretty exciting. Right, right. That's, uh, you know, cats are nice. They don't they don't always listen. Like, they get up on the table and they get under the table. And they, uh, but I'm going to teach them a lot of good things. Um, cats being kindergartners. So it'll be fun. They like my hair. <laughs> So you're going to be a kindergarten teacher? Yes, I will be teaching kindergarten um, for a year, possibly two, and then I'm out of there. Wait, why Why is that? Uh, because, well, just the way that the business is going, um, it should be able to self-support Jennifer and I, both of us, so that neither of us have to work with it. Wow, congratulations. That's really, that's great news. Yeah, we're excited. So it'll be fun to, you know... Use my degree for a little bit. Um, I've just never been one for authority. So having to wake up and go in and listen to a boss. Oh, what do you mean I have to be here on time? The kids are fine. Nobody died. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. But the principal, I've known her for two years. She's awesome. Cool. Because is that how, how did you meet her? Have you been you just substitute teaching? Yeah, just subbing and stuff. And um it was kind of cool. I don't. I, I think I shared this with you. I can't remember. I shared it with um, our Sunday school class. But part of it was just to kind of, you know, not an egotistical way, but kind of to build myself was to go into the interview and just get it to say, yeah, I still got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think I mentioned that to you. I, because I, you said, you know, I congratulated you, and you were like, ah, it's a job. But yeah. <laughs> It's nice to it's nice to know that somebody recognizes your unique skills and abilities. Well, it's really nice to know I beat people. Wow. I mean, I I don't mean to be rude, but like I knew who my competition was and they're great teachers. They're the people I know. And I was like, I think I can beat them. Like, I think I I don't like to lose at stuff. So I went into interview knowing that I had the job. Wow. And that's, that make- what you were t- that's what you were talking about, expecting the best out of you? Absolutely. 
you go in and expect the best. You don't. Well, I think I might kind of get it. I'm going to do my best. Well, you're, that's just um, a failure waiting to happen. You have to go in and be like, absolutely, of course I have this job. Why am I qualified? I'm the best qualified. I have all these other applicants. I'm going to tell you exactly why I am. <laughs> what? You, you cracked me up. You're like, oh, I think I'm going to do a good <laughs> Like, you who re- does that? No, you remind me of somebody I worked with. They were like, you know what? God has a place for me. Then I, And it was basically like, well, I don't really have to work hard because... And so <laughs> that's, that's the total opposite of what you're saying. So that's good. I love it. I love it. You're like, no, I'm going to get it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like after you've been out of the game for a little while, you want to go in there and be like, I think I can still get it, you know? Yeah, I got like, it. What did you get your degree in? Political science. Okay. Well, you don't do political science, though, do you? Well, I mean, I deal with people every day, if that counts. Yeah, people, but not like the political part. No, no, you're right. You're right. So, like, if there was an opportunity for uh, an employment position that you got to use your degree and you're like... Yeah, you know, I think I'm a little rusty, but I bet I still got it. You'd want to go in there and compete for that, you know? See, this is – I'd rather take this attitude with, like, you know, winning Jackie over wooing her. If I, like – if I get her to, like, be like, oh, I want to give you a hug or I want to give you a kiss, then that's when I'm like, yep, still got it. Well, is that that's how- kind of expected, though, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's a – well, I mean – Maybe we need to talk about your relationship. It doesn't always happen. <laughs> Oh, she doesn't like to hug or kiss you? Well, let's just say tonight is Monday night, and what am I doing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we found our outro. <laughs> <laughs> For those yeah. of you, I, why, I don't even want to share this, but Monday night's supposed to be a special night at my house. So. Andy, you can't say that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, I'm sure Jackie would love to know that that was considered being public, but you're going to edit that. (laughs) Count on it. Oh, boy. You're going to have a lot of lonesome Monday nights if you don't. (laughs) No, she's she's cleaning the house because tomorrow we have because tomorrow we have a home inspection because I think we sold our house. Yay! That is big news right there. Yes, and I think we bought another one too, so that's awesome. Now, talk talk to us. Why'd you sell? Why'd you buy a new one? Is this new one better, or are you moving down, or are you moving on up? Okay, we are doing something that in the business is considered pretty risky. Uh, We're doing something that's only in Louisiana, as far as I know, called a bond for deed. And basically, it's like a lease purchase, except the person that lives in the house owns the house so they're responsible for all the upkeep um everything they own the entire house except the title i still have the title okay so um basically it's for people who can't qualify for permanent financing and then the the contract is you will pay this amount i'm the bank so i i say okay here's the price here's your interest rate here's how much you're gonna pay monthly um and then as soon as you can get out from underneath that and get permanent financing, then they do that, and then they buy the house outright for the balance of what they owe me. Does that make sense? Kinda, yeah. Okay, so like if I own the if I owe 160 on the house, and I can say, well, your price is 170, and I'll make 10. That's not the case of what we're doing, but you get the idea. 
Yes. Okay, so anyway, it's kind of risky because if they don't pay, then we can evict them, and then we get the house back, and then we would have two mortgages, which isn't cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, it, you got to choose wisely. But um, I kind of feel led to do this, help out this family. I think it's the right thing to do. Jackie and I are kind of um, on the same page about that. But we're, we we went to this other house, man, to check it out. And what we're looking for is, and surprisingly, there's not that much on the market at all for this, okay? Okay. Over 2,200 square feet. Over five acres. The house that you're going to get? Yeah, no, this is this was our criteria. Oh, okay. Okay? So over 2,200, preferably 25, around 2,500, over five acres or more, um, and then under 250. Okay. Okay. And within that range, there was only 14 houses at any given time. Really, with five acres, that's quite a bit. Right. So we it, it was kind of slim pickings, and then we saw a house, and then we were like, oh, maybe this one. And you know, you okay there? Oh, I just moved the computer. What did it do? I don't know. It sounded like you were sneezing in a race car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I am. I'm driving down to Louisiana right now. Oh, oh, wow! You're gonna come see this house. So anyway, we came. We we went to look at the house, and uh, we didn't know it, but it's like an exotic bird farm. <laughs> so like, we go in the back, and uh, we hear all this racket, and it's you know there's chickens and geese and stuff, but we don't you know we get inside the like the 75 yard long chicken coop, and um. There's all these cages full of like green and yellow and pink and purple birds. And we're like, whoa, holy cow. So uh, I, I'm assuming she's taking those with her. But so the, the real estate agent walks in next to us and all of a sudden something brushes by her face oh. and she was she freaks out. She's, she's not really a country gal. So she's like, oh, my goodness, what is that? And she looks up and it's this giant peacock standing on this rafter and it hit her in the face with its tail. <laughs> Oh man. So um it's got a lot of fenced in area. We're we're probably gonna we're gonna do chickens and a cow first, and then we're gonna expand and do a garden and sheep and pigs. Wait, you're really doing animals? Yeah, man. Yep. Why? For food. Oh, to eat them? Yeah, yeah. You got the off stores down there? I'm sorry, what? Do y'all have stores down there? You you guys got some stores down there? Yeah, we, we've got these things called groceries here. Yeah, but it's cheaper to raise your own, man. And if I got the land and the grass is growing, I don't want to cut it. I get some sheep. They'll keep it trim. No, I mean, that, that's awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. So is it for set that you've got this house? Did you just say for set? Is it for set? <laughs> uh I think so. I mean, we they're both under contract. So okay. we have to do the inspections. The inspection on that house is Friday. And then we're supposed to move in July 3rd, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Well, I mean, God really worked it out because it was his timing. Both, both deals got closed on the same time, same day. And, um... We already had a date, a celebration date planned oh, on yeah? that day. Yep, we went to the Switchfoot concert. Oh, sweet. Dude, do you like Switchfoot? They're okay. 
They are amazing. And they're, they're, the show they put on is highly entertaining. Did, did, did you see them at Cedarville? No, I think I missed that, actually. I think Jackie went. Because they sing uh, "Live Meant to Live for So Much More, right? Yes, among other things, yes. That, but that's like their big one. Well, yeah, but that was like from the... That was like from when we were in college, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I remember them coming through because that song was so big and they sang at Cedarville. Yeah, well their last their latest two albums are just amazing. Uh, they're they're better than their other ones. Well, congratulations. That's that's a really exciting and it's definitely a big bold move too. I'm 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 excited for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's kind of scary. Um so you know, the house is like 30 years old. It's, you're not going to get a new house for a decent price with land and everything. But um, it's got a lot of potential in fixing up. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And you're moving the third, you said? Uh, yeah, that's when we're going to start to move. Yeah. So are you have you packed anything up? Uh, no, we just kind of found out recently, like on Thursday. So we're starting to get boxes and stuff. Well, so Jackie shouldn't be cleaning. She should just let the dirt start to pile up because y'all are moving. Yeah, but your inspection, my inspection's tomorrow. I don't want the the guy to start second guessing. So she's going to be cleaning a little bit. Well, when you get the house inspected, the people buying it aren't with them. They might be. My My realtor told me I should be with the guy. Well, even when they inspect, though, they're not expecting for cleanliness. Well, that's what I told her, but she was, yeah, you know, no, you know, girls. Oh, gosh, do I know? Do I know girls? (laughs) 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 Well, anyway, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I am really excited, man. There's a lot of good stuff going on. so anyway, and I was excited for you. I wanted to talk about your uh, your job, even though you're less excited than I am for you. I, I know, like you're excited, Jennifer's family excited. I'm like, I'm not a bum, and I hate jobs. I'm good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I see, actually, I I don't think that about you at all. I know. Well, I didn't even know what you were leading to when you're talking about news. Like, do you know something I don't know? Well, no, but <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you? What big news? Like, <laughs> I. <laughs> So, Andy, this podcast, we have a sponsor, yes, and we have contact information, right? Yeah, let's do that, yeah. We, we are just moving. We were just so excited about homes and slaving away at slavery, which is supposedly outlawed, but now we just call it a J-O-B, that we forgot <laughs> our contact information and our sponsor. That's right. This is Marvel 616 Politics. You can contact us at marvel616politics at gmail.com or go to our website at marvel 616 politics.com or you can download us on itunes at bit.ly slash marvel 616 politics what else what am i missing twitter twitter bit.ly what'd you say said yeah bit.ly yeah yeah bit.ly when we Uh, have a kid that's what we're gonna name it bit.ly good good luck good (laughs) luck with that with jennifer um oh she knows her role The sermon was on the uh, those those verses Ephesians five twenty two hus- uh, wives submit to your husbands and so anyway that's funny that you said that anyway <laughs> um, <laughs> he explained it it's not all it's cracked up to be okay 
Uh, Twitter.com slash 616 politics. I like the verse better to um, live on the corner of the roof than to be in a house with a quarrelsome wife. No, that's true. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, but we'd be, I'd be like, you get up on the roof. I'm going to be in the house. <laughs> See, that, see <laughs> that's not necessarily going to work out. <laughs> I'm like, we ain't going to fight. You go to the roof. All right. Okay. Um, you can also hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics. We like we have had a ton of new people joining. Discussions are there are so many discussions going on right now. I haven't been able to keep up with them. It's just been a blast. So look us up on Facebook.com/Marvel616Politics, and you can even interact with us over the phone. If you give us a call and you've got a question or a comment, as long as it's appropriate, we're happy to play it. And we've played every single one on the show. You can give that that phone number is 616755. Tina. 616-755-TINA. What is that? 616-755-8462. I just memorized that. Or T-I-N-A. Well, that's right. For the famed Tina Turner, of course. Yeah. And I have to say, I delivered all my packages. I did. I was good Santa Claus a couple weeks ago. I went to the, uh, the post office and I sent Jason Edwards like... Four trades of of the Exiles, because um, he won that March Madness contest. You remember? Uh, Modoc March Madness. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, let's see. Uh, McVicker bought my uh, thanks to you. McVicker bought my um, Amazing Spider-Man and Peter Parker Spider-Man single issues. Oh, that's awesome. And you know what? I even found I got doubles on most of those. So. Well, I told you I would buy singles. I would buy issue 3, issue 17, issue 19, and issue 27. Wait a minute. You said you would buy those? Yes, and you're like, oh, I don't want to split them up, blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You told me that you would buy those issues from me? Yes, but I was joking because you said, you, I don't want to split them up. And I was like, oh, because I want four issues. Whatever. You need Whatever. To anyway, and then also uh, over at Comic Books. Actually, I think he's at Word of the Nerd now. Zach Smith, I sent him, man, almost a year ago, I think I promised him um, my Action Comics number one. So I sent him Action Comics number one through four. So Wait, Action Comics? That's right. See, I thought you'd be happy because I was getting rid of those. If you're burning them. No, I was giving them to somebody who actually wanted them. Don't, owe, don't I owe somebody a new Warriors trade? You do, yeah, Aaron. Yes, Aaron. We love Aaron. He's awesome. I'm just slow. <laughs> you, you need to send that. I am just slow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because I've got Aaron's address and everything. Do you really or no? You waiting on me? No, you sent it to me. And I have just been using it for spam and stuff. Right, uh, right. You send him a lot of spam? Well, no, when I when I register for different contests and stuff and they want my address, that's the one I've been using. Oh, okay, so, I see. Sorry, Aaron. You might be getting all kinds of stuff from, you know, I don't know, birth control supplements to teddy bear grams. I don't know. <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> I actually, up for everything. <laughs> actually, I got a, a I, I threw, like, I started counting. I started going through my comics, and I was like, do I really want this one? Do I want this one? Do I want this one? And I was like, who am I going to give these to? Because usually I give them to kids in the youth group or whatever. But, you know, a lot of them, 
I don't want to give them if they're not like all ages type stuff. Sure. So like I threw, I think I threw 35 to 40 extra comics in that box for Kevin McVicker. And I was like, here you go, man. Dang. I know. He lucked out. You know, I've started this thing where when I think I'm ready to get rid of stuff, like you were talking about, I go through it all, I put it in a pile, and I have to wait a week, and then I go through it again. Because I've sold or given away things that I didn't want at the time, but now I wish I had. Really? I I think the only one I've done that to is uh, Amazing Spider-Man Volume 2, number 30 through 36. But I bought 30 through 35 again, so I have those. But 36, I should have never sold that one. Which one was that? That's the the 9-11 issue. Oh, I thought so. That sounded familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, also Winter Kills. I shouldn't have gotten rid of that one, too. So I think what I'm going to do... I, I, What do you think about this? I'm going to start collecting comics, like actually collecting them, because I collect trades, but that's only because I want complete series. I think I'm going to start collecting individual issues that really stick out to me. Either the art or the story is just like fantastic, amazing, something like that. And um, so that's why on the Facebook page I was looking for people to say, you know, what issues really stand out to them. I gave you some good ones. Yeah, sure you did. Yeah, Uncanny X-Men number 356. No, 325. 325, right. I went and bought the wrong one, clearly. <laughs> What what was wrong with my the ones I suggested? Oh, I don't I I, I still have that list. I haven't gone after them yet. I mean, if, if that's something you want to if that's what you want to do is get the issues that you think are the best, get them. Yeah. See, what I want to do is when somebody comes and looks at the collection, like that's ever gonna happen. But like when my kids grow <laughs> up and yeah. they like it, like I want them to be able to pull any single one out and say, "Wow, that one was a really good story," and never come up with a, "Ah, oh, that was all right." Well, who are these people? I mean, one's my daughter, Deidre. I don't know about the other two daughters. They're not, I don't know, Barbies, you know. <sighs> Barbies, bane of my existence. Oh, tell me about it. I know. Hmm. Well, at least we play kickball, so. Well, you know, when I was younger, what my sister and I would do is we would make a compromise and say, all right, Sarah, I'll play Barbies with you, but they have to be X-Men. But when, who's the bad guys then? Mystique. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So you could maybe find a good middle ground. I'll try that. Like, look, this is Black Cat, and this is Tigra. And... Actually, when we play Barbies, I, I always work on my um my imitations, like my accents and stuff. Oh, do you? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty terrible. Jackie will come in, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, he's a surfer. Or he's from India, you know. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, you sure? or like uh, Simon Pegg, you know, from the Star Trek movie, Scotty. Oh, no. You don't know? I don't know Star Trek. At all? Not, not the new one? The movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jennifer and I saw that. Right. The Scotty from it. He's like, I like this ship. It's exciting. Oh, I, I don't remember that part, but I'll believe you. You know, the guy who's like, come off! You eat like a bean! You don't need to eat anything else. I don't remember that part. Okay. 
Anyway, right. all right. Well, we're, we're sponsored people. by DCB Service, <laughs> Discount Comic Book Service. That's DCBService.com. On Twitter, you can find them at DCB. No, DCB Service. My bad. Did you know? Oh, I've got it pulled up. Did you know? I had it pulled up. Let me see here. This month, the month of May, while it's still May, shipping is free at in-stock trades, all orders over $50. But that's not even the best part. Marvel trades are 40% off at in-stock trades. Did you know that? You shut up. No, you shut up. What? Yes. Yes, 40%. And you know what? I can what? save you I can save you an extra 8%. What? Get out of here, Andy. Yes, is that good? It can't be true. Guess how? With our own promo code, Marvel P O L, like politics, the first three letters, Marvel P O L 8. If you use that code for the first time, you can only use it once, but the first time you use that code, you get 8% off. So if you get 40% off plus 8 more percent off, that's a nearly 50% off. And all orders over $50 are free shipping for in-stock trades. So go to instocktrades.com, which is the sister site of Discount Comic Book Service, DCBS, no, DCBService.com. Uh, and once again, the promo code is Marvel P-O-L-8. Marvel Pol 8. That's okay? awesome. It is. I know, right? So you can get all your Mystique issues by Brian K. Vaughn. All your action comics issues. Oh, come on. Actually, you know what? You you brought it up this time. I was reading Justice League. I read (laughs) Justice League 1 through 9, and it's surprisingly good. You there? I I fell asleep for a second. I, I hate to say this, but you would actually really like it. No, I wouldn't. You would. I wouldn't. I don't like them. They're bad people. They're, they're not as bad as Scott. All right. All right. <laughs> let's uh let's let's get into it. I don't know how long we've been talking. How long, man? We've been talking for 33 minutes. Oh, and we haven't even gotten anything yet. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. We're going to do some John with Jared. Going with Jared. What was that? I was John. Oh, looks like more you were you were gumming. Oh. All right. So hey, the Avengers movie. We have not talked about the Avengers movie yet. I know, because it wasn't out when we talked last. I know. So reactions. You did you see it the first night? Tell me about your experience. Heck yeah. I mean like 20 well I need I'm a teacher now so I have to use proper grammar. 20 friends and I went to the movie theater. And it was kind of a bummer at the beginning because they let everybody in as soon as you got there. There were no lines and I really wanted to be in line with like everybody dressed up, you know. Did a lot of people dress up? I don't know because there were no lines. Uh. Everybody was in there everybody was in their own theater. But we did see a, a, a whole duct tape Avengers where everybody's outfits were made out of duct tape. Wait, 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 wait. First of all, did you go to the 3D or 2D? 2D. Good for you. Definitely went to 2D. Okay. But it was a blast. It was fun. It was just, you know, myself and Jennifer and 
um, some friends from church, some friends from business, some friends that are neither in church or business. <laughs> What's wrong with them? Okay. But, okay. <laughs> no. Eric, my best friend, came down. He drove down from Cleveland for hours. Eric Kramer. What? He went with you? He drove down four hours, got there at like 1030. So then we waited until the movie started at like 1230, watched the movie, and then he drove back that night. I was like, that, that sounds like him. I didn't, not to be disrespectful, but I didn't know he was your best friend. Uh, I mean, I would say he's probably, I mean, Eric and I were really tight in college and after college. We go to, we don't hardly talk at all now. We're lucky to talk maybe once every three or four months. So I don't, maybe he's not my best. I mean, actually, I talk to you more than I talk to Eric. Maybe you're my best friend. Well, I mean, that's what I was getting at. Honestly. I thought it was. Yeah. I mean, my second best friend drove from Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, then, and then your third best friend, Jennifer, she went with you too. Oh, no. Jennifer is my soul's friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's cool. That's cool about Eric. I'm not. Uh, that, that's awesome. But it was so good. The movie from the beginning until the end, nonstop laughing, action. It was just redonkulous. I thought it was. Now, not to go all X Men first class on this thing. <laughs> but it was amazing. There was nothing wrong with this movie. It was, I like my eyes were wide the whole time. I was laughing. I was just so happy, so excited to see this thing. It was, and I had only seen one trailer. I had tried to keep my eyes, you know, keep everything contained and not really view too much of it. But man, it was such a good movie. It was. It's just like you said, from the beginning to the end, there's just. There was nothing I would have changed about it. The, o- the only thing I could have changed was that sometimes it looked like Captain America was running around in like footy pajamas. <laughs> but like that was it. That was it. Everything else was amazing. And I felt so clever. So clever at the end. I haven't heard anybody else say this yet. But you know when they say attacking Earth is would be courting death. Yeah. Well... I was like, oh, it's because he's in love with death. He wants to date death. Oh, it's, it's like courting. No, it's true. Yeah. And then Thanos turns around. I know. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That line is. But I, I felt like so proud of myself that I was like, I thought of that. Yeah. People didn't know. Most of the people I talked to are like, oh, it's Red Skull. No, <laughs> it's not Red Skull. See, we got a lot of people saying it was Galactus or it was Apocalypse. Yeah, I heard a lot of Galactus, too. They're like, oh my gosh, that's Apocalypse. And I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no. Thanos. I'm like, Apocalypse is a planet in the DC universe. They're like, wait, is there a crossover? I'm like, no. No, Apocalypse is an X-Men bad guy. Yeah, but they were thinking about Darkseid. Oh, how do you know that? Well, it didn't look like Apocalypse the X-Men villain. Well, it looked more than a, like Apocalypse than a planet. Okay, clearly we're not going to agree on this. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so Thanos shows up. Cause I got a couple questions for you, okay? So Thanos yeah. shows up. All right, do you, do you protect Avengers 2 the, or the villain for the Guardians of the Galaxy movie or villain for Thor 2? I don't think Thor 2. 
I think the Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty far-fetched to to try to tie it that closely into it. Does that make sense? They said that there there are two dates that have been put on the Marvel movie calendar without names. And they said that they're looking at Ant-Man and Guardians of the, and Guardians of the Galaxy as the next properties. Why would they do that one? Why? Because basically it's the Avengers, but in space. And Avengers worked. Right. Ah, uh, you know. I think that I think it's probably going to be Avengers 2. Okay. But, you know, I don't know. But see, he, they weren't in space. They were in a different dimension, right? They were mm. in a different world, one of the nine worlds? Yeah, somewhere. So, anyway, I I hope they make Thanos look way cooler and more realistic than just that face was because i know you know i know you can't do too much with that but all right so what was your what was your favorite part of the movie that's what i was gonna ask you that's gonna be my next question wow would you go first when hulk grabbed loki at the avengers tower and slammed him around hands down nice it it was just the bet the the theater was roaring we went to go see it again and we cracked up best part ever what about you um probably where he where uh he mark ruffalo says i'm always angry and then he hulks out and then he smashes that thing in the face Mm. that's ah it's just so good i really thought that black widow's interrogation scene with uh agent colson and those russian guys was really good too oh that was yeah yeah. That's off the hook. Jennifer was like, I want to be Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, the scene where the hot dog cart gets crushed, I thought that was just done superbly. I don't remember that one. Oh, that's the scene I was in. Oh. Were you were you in the movie? Did you spot yourself in the movie? Three times. Really? But they were instantly they were just like like finger snaps, they were so quick. Gotcha, gotcha. That one and one part, I was way in the back by a fire truck, and yeah, I I knew I I knew it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ran past kept when Captain America is giving orders, um, to the SWAT team or whoever that you know we need more we need you to station the troops here right. or whatever. I run in right behind him. Oh really? My head goes by. And then the hot dog cart is cra- smashed, but it's so fast. And I'm standing right beside it. And I go, <gasps> <laughs> You know, I turned to Mark during the movie. I was like, wait a minute. I, don't, I didn't see any Uno cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after everybody was like, <laughs> Well, the scene right did after. You, wait, wait. Did you, did you see that woman who broke her hip or no? Yeah, she was in the movie. Really? Yeah, there's a scene where everybody's running and there's a lady laying in the middle of the road. <laughs> have to like, look. Oh, that's the lady. Poor I, thing. I can't wait for this to come out on DVD. What do you think about it breaking? It broke a billion dollars in a week. Dude, it's gonna it's gonna be the third biggest of all time. You think third? You don't think it's gonna make number one? I I don't think it can beat Titanic or Avatar, but really? it's definitely gonna beat Batman. It's such a superior film to those other two. It is, but you also have to look at how Titanic worked. When Titanic came out, people were like, oh, cool, it's a Titanic movie. And as people went to see it, they discovered there's a love story. And more, it, it got bigger as the movie was out. 
and movies don't typically do that anymore. It comes out, it's the biggest weekend, is the biggest weekend, and then things trail off. Whereas 15 years ago, that's not how movies worked. They would come out, people would see them, it'd generate a buzz, and then movies would get bigger. So Titanic has that for it. It also has that it's been released more than once. So it's got multiple, you know, it's been, uh, it, it takes all those those different times it's been released into account for how much it's made. And same with Avatar. I mean, Avatar was just a global phenomenon. It was such a, such a dumb movie. Oh, I loved Avatar. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Loved Avatar. Oh, my goodness. I hated that film. But James Cameron was smart because he released it. It was huge. And then he said, you know what? I'm going to put it out again with four minutes of extra footage because I know how much people love it. And it made millions and millions more. So I, I, don't, I don't think Avengers right now is going to even come close to those two. But why would, you, why would you like that movie? You got me off topic now. Why would you like that movie? <laughs> Well, I mean, outside of some of the political underlyings, I thought it was just done so well. It made me want to go there, you know? All I could think about when I was watching that movie is that a whole planet uniting against sky people to fight them off because they were arbitrarily doing something that the pe- the indigenous people didn't like to the planet. What does that sound like to you? Oh, I know. I said outside of the political underlyings. No, no, no. No, I'm asking you. What does that sound like to you? Where are you going, Andy? What does that sound like to you? <laughs> uh, I mean, it sounds like a variety of different things. It All I could think about when I was watching that movie was the book of Revelation. Oh, okay. And that, I was like, so the the whole earth is going to unite against the sky people because they're arbitrarily judging the planet and doing whatever they want. And somebody from the sky people is going to come down and be the leader of the planet. And I was like, this is this is the book of Revelation right here, and we're cheering for the wrong wrong team. Now that I did not think about. That's very interesting. I could not. I it it really irked me to watch that. So that I mean that's why I hated it. So, well, I will be looking at it in a totally different light now. <laughs> if you see it again, take a look at it. Somebody from an outside culture who has more powers, magic, technology, whatever, comes down, unites the people, and has the power, and you know, kind of makes a hybridization with that indigenous people, and then all of nature and everything that's in rebellion comes together and tries to defend against this seemingly invading, you know, people. They even call them sky people. Ah, just whatever. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk more about Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, who was your favorite Avenger? Oh, see, that's tough. I, I, I really like Captain America in general and I like what he stands for and, um, it was he was obviously pretty young in this movie. Um, I like how they kind of toned down Tony Stark and Iron Man in this, and he didn't totally steal the show. Um, Hawkeye had a lot of scenes. I think I just think Joss Whedon did such a good job of of giving everybody enough screen time, giving everybody personal character development growth. Yep. Um, 
like the all the misunderstandings. It was great that they weren't a team until like the last five minutes of the movie. Uh, and then also they don't even do a good job of this in the comics. And he did a great job in the movie. He gave each of the characters a special duty that they had to do so that they could actually interact with the storyline. You perimeter, you look, you know, scout out, make sure me and you were on the ground. You smash everything that comes in, you know, and, uh, you close the portal. It was just like the, the, you don't see that in the comic books. You just see everybody just hitting each other and they're not doing a specific job. Yeah. So people get left out really easily. But this was, I mean, Joss Whedon did a fantastic job. Yeah, and, and he really incorporated them. Everybody got screen time with everybody else. You know, like Black Widow went to go get the Hulk. But then she also had a lot of time with Iron Man. She also had a lot of screen time with Captain America. There was a storyline with her and Hawkeye. Sweet. Black Widow's had tons of interaction, except for maybe a little bit with Thor. Here we go with Thor. Thor's had interaction with, with you know, uh, Hulk. He he got in a fight with him. He and uh, Captain America, he and Iron Man and Captain America, they all fought. You know, it's just like everybody had these bits and pockets and pieces that it wasn't, it didn't seem forced at all. You know, there were all these little storylines. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So if I had to choose, I would probably say either Cap or Hulk. Because Hulk really, Mark Ruffalo really did steal the show. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would watch you know a Hulk movie with him. I would too. And Edward Norton didn't do a bad job, but mm. he just he really got the character, I think. Cuz there was some humor and you could relate a little bit more with him than in the Incredible Hulk movie. Right. He just seemed so angry and fighting everybody, but this part showed, you know, a hu- more of a human side to this Hulk than the other one. And, the, you know, the second, The Incredible Hulk, it just suffered from the first Hulk movie. Not so many people thought it was a sequel to this awful movie when it, it really wasn't. Right. Right. And you didn't get the, like you said, you you watched, when you watched The Incredible Hulk, you saw a character and you saw a situation happening with the character. But this, you weren't in the story seeing him. You know what I mean? Like you were watching from the outside, but... In this movie, you you saw like this guy really is scared of the other guy. He you know he kept calling him the other guy. You know like yeah. he was scared to even mention his name and and uh, he didn't want it to happen. Yet he, he was standing up for what he was right for what he thought was right, even if it was gonna let him come out. I loved how scared Black Widow was when she was trapped with Ben. <laughs> That made the movie for me because it was like, oh my gosh, don't let him because he will kill everyone. Yeah. You know, because in the other movie, you know, the college kids are watching the fight with the military, you know. Where we would not be doing that in real life. Right, exactly. But this, you're like, he's going to bring this whole place down. He's going to kill everyone. You cannot control him. And I also like that they didn't call him in to be the Hulk. They called him in. To for his uh, his expertise in gamma mm-hmm. gamma radiation. Yeah, with the the Black Widow scene, I remember when she was interrogating Loki, and she started crying like, "Oh my gosh, really? You made Black Widow into the damsel in distress." And then as soon as he said, you know, he was trying to get the Hulk out, and she just was like, "Thank you, you gave me everything I wanted." Like that is the Black Widow I'm talking about. 
I thought so too. I thought, oh, don't do this to her. That's not what she is at all. But uh, yeah, you're right. That was just that was probably one of the top five moments too. That was and when good. Thor busts in on the Quinjet and just smacks Iron Man and Captain America around, takes Loki and flies off without saying anything. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> scared. I liked I liked when the because I, I know this line is getting some flack now, but uh, where oh, he's like, he is my brother. And he's like, he just killed 80 people. He's like, well, he's adopted. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And Captain America, they were telling him that that's a, that Thor is a god. He's like, sir, I believe there's one god and he doesn't dress like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're so basically gods. Ma'am, there's only one God, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. I, I like that, too, because that harkens... You know, I don't know if you know, but Joss Whedon is a, is a, is a huge humanist. He's, he's, um, he's, if you ever hear any of his, his uh, like keynote speeches for some of the, some of the things he's talked on, um, I do respect the guy because he, he flat out says it. He's like, we humanists have a harder job than anybody who believes in any religion out there because... We have to believe that man is basically good, whereas everything that we see is is evidence to the contrary of that. Mm-hmm. And he said that's the human trying to trying to overcome that. That's the human condition. And so I kind of like that he did a nod to not necessarily to the one true God, but rather to um, the historical context of where Cap was coming from and the the prevalent views of the day. You know? Yeah, it made sense. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Now, have you heard about, because we should probably start to wrap up, but have you heard about the rumors of Agent Coulson possibly being the Vision? Yeah, but I, that seems totally unfounded to me. Like, how is that even possible? I think it'd be sweet. Because <laughs> well, I hated, that was, that was probably the part of the movie I didn't like if I had a part. What, what, which one? When he died. Why not? Because I love Agent Coulson. He was the man. He was so cool. He is cool, but don't you think that's a good rallying point? No, it absolutely is. But it's still, you know, whether it's a story or not, I still liked him, you know? Okay, yeah. Kill Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... But it made sense. It definitely made sense to move this story along. And there needed there needed to be some sort of um, reasoning. Like, there had to be some sort of weight to the situation. And if there's not a death or some kind of significant thing, it's just another battle. Right, 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 right. Well, I, I was sad to see, because that was the one spoiler I couldn't avoid, that he died. And I saw oh. that on the Facebook page, and I was like, oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So everything else, everything else, I went in blind, but I knew that he died. And I think it was, somebody put it on the Facebook page, and they didn't put enough returns. So... Oh, I didn't know that. No, uh, well, that's all right. Whatever. I, I mean, Whatever that is, we will unfriend them. No, when you when you admin a page on Wait, Facebook. wasn't it your mom that did that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Kirby. No longer be our friend on our page. <laughs> so, but the the thing about the vision, though, first of all, I don't see how the transformation could be made, and I guess they could do it. But secondly, they just introduced introduced Coulson into the 616 
and they the vision's already there. So why would they change his character in the movies if they just introduced him into the six one six? Yeah, I think it's all fan speculation. Joe Casada, they did an interview with him this weekend, and Joe Casada said that that seemed kind of weird and that that's not what they were intending to do. Right. So I don't, I don't think they are, but it'd be cool. I don't see how they could, like, why people would even come up with that. Like, what clued them in to say that? Oh, there's a whole page that has eight different clues about why you would think he would be the Vision. Yeah, but th- isn't that MTV put that page out? Yeah, but it made sense. Oh, okay. I, I gotta go look at it. All right, last question for Avengers, and we'll, let's move on. Okay. Avengers 2. Say it, it's coming out in, let's say it comes out in three years. What two people do you add to the Avengers? Out of everyone? Yeah, what two Avengers are you going to add to the roster? Well, you know who I'm going to pick. Guess who I'm going to pick? Sentry and Tigra? <laughs> really? Those those are better than who I was going to pick. For real? I was going to put I was going to pick Tigra and uh Ms. Marvel. Why? Cuz those are my two favorites. Well, they're your favorites, but do you think that they would be best translated onto screen and add in with the and go with the roster that uh, is currently in place? No, I don't, and I don't think the Sentry would either, because I think that that would throw like the chemistry that the team has now. That would throwing uh, an actual godlike figure who even I mean, he's more of a god figure than Thor is. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So that would throw off the balance of everything, and it would it wouldn't go well. So I'm thinking. The easiest ones would be either Ant Man or Giant Man. You know, so Hank Henry Pym. Yeah. And then um I mean I'm I'm I would think the wasp, right? Yeah. And I would I would think they would kind of stay away from the mutants, so I w I don't think they would do Wanda or Pietro. Yeah, they probably can't, you know. I bet Fox has those probably yeah because i think quicksilver would probably be the best addition to to the power set that's already there and the attitude i think he would fit in the best yeah but he seems like i mean the 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 story would have to be so well thought out about the limitations of each character like right now hawkeye and captain america and well i mean they all have a lot of limitations except for thor and on hulk you know Mm mm-hmm so you would have to add people in there that have limitations as well. So that's why I'm thinking um, Wasp and, and, and uh, Ant-Man. Do you think they would put War Machine in since he's already in Iron Man? Probably not. Not to the Avengers because you have two of the same type of people. Yeah. So And if you're doing a team, I mean, didn't Bendis said it really well when he did the when they did Mighty Avengers, Mighty Avengers number one, Tony went through and picked, okay, well, New Avengers has this guy. We need somebody similar, you know? Mm-hmm. So he lined up his team based on that. I would love to see Ares, man. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be awesome. I mean, it's never going to happen because he's more he's a Dark Avenger, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I'd probably go with Vision and Quicksilver if I could pick two. I think they would... But then I think there's too many guys, so we'd have to get. I, I would I would like to see Marvel. Vision, Vision, and Wasp. I think that that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Wasp or Ms. Marvel. I think you could probably interchange them, but I think both would be great. Either well, Wasp seems to be not not enough powers. Yeah, 
That'd be a lot more CGI shrinking and like Honey I Shrunk the Kids crap. Yeah, Whereas I don't. Marvel might be a little bit of easier translation. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Good speaking stuff. speaking of Ms. Marvel, did you see Brian Reed is gonna write is come gonna write uh the the Spider Man annual? Oh, with Ms. Marvel? I mean with Captain Marvel? I don't know if she's gonna be in there. I would hope so, because he that was his book, you know. But you think um, they're gonna pick up on that relationship. I would love to see what <laughs> happens with that. Goodness gracious. You know, I I contact him on Twitter like a lot, at least once every two weeks or something like that. He never writes me back. The only time he wrote me back, I said, is it true that you're going to write the uh, the annual? I saw it in the solicits. And he wrote, yep. <laughs> and I wrote him back. I was like, you just made my day. And he, nothing. I was like, you would think with somebody who's such a big fan of his, like I am, he would, you know. Well, you know, now that I am a movie star, I've got a little bit more clout. So I'll talk with him and see what I can get get for you. Okay, you're going to find him. He's working on the Halo stories. Oh, that sucks. Right. So he doesn't write comics anymore. That's why I was so happy he was coming back. Okay. That Yeah, I, I wondered what the big hubbub was about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You know what? I think we're going to skip. You want to skip State of the Union? What do you want to do? Yeah, because we already kind of talked about some of that stuff. And yeah. All right. Well, Goodbye, wait. State of the Union. <laughs> Let's. Well, do, do you have any stories for Free Comic Book Day or no? Um, we were, Jennifer and I were in New York. I found a comic book shop. I went in. They said you could have two books. I got two books and I left. Which two? Uh, Avengers, which I found out was, I already had. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize. Well, yeah, they said a long time ago, Tom Brevert said that they weren't printing any new material for new comic book day. Yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I thought we talked about that. How they said it was, uh, it's just not, it's, it was too expensive this year. You know, it said it was a lead into the Ultron War, and I was like, sweet! And I'm like, oh, I already got it. It is a lead into the Ultron War. <laughs> and what and was the other one you got? The other Avengers title, which I already had too. Wait, which other one was it? Avengers 1. My comic shop had that one, and it said free. Oh. Oh, I, we didn't get that. I thought that would probably be best to give to the nephews if there was something. Yeah, but good call. I gotta read it though because it's Bendis, and if he lets a couple words slip by, so I gotta read it first. Yeah, and actually, a couple years ago, two years ago, the Free Comic Book Day, actually maybe three years ago now, uh, Free Comic Book Day, there was stuff in there that you know wasn't all ages. They had the um, the ani- the animated Spider Man issue. Did you see that? Yeah, but that wasn't free. Oh, ours was free. Man! Well, at least in New York. I don't know what's going on in New York, but, you know, from the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they had that, but I didn't think my, my nephews would recognize any of those characters but Spider-Man, so I skipped on it. Right. What did you do? Did you take the girls? I did take the girls, but I think that Jackie... I took everybody. Jackie was there. I think she was worried because they were touching all these action figures. So she was like, oh. okay, we're going to go wait out in the car. <laughs> and I was like, well, this isn't the reason why I came at all, right? Yeah. And uh, so I went through and I picked some and they, they picked some and I made sure I bought some issues. I bought I bought some because I started my collection, like I was telling you. So I went and I um, picked up uh, copies of Avenging, Avenging Spider-Man number four. Five and number six, like I told you about. Did you read those? 
No. Okay. And I also picked well, up Secret Avengers number 15, the one we really liked with Black Widow. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. So um, I started with those. And uh, let's see what else. I picked up the the Avengers one, even though I knew it was a reprint, because on the cover it has Bucky Cap. So Okay. So I'm saying you probably should have known that. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we picked up I picked up some stuff. I picked up Arkea's hard hardcover book. I was so impressed that they gave away a free hardcover. That's a that was awesome to me. So Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And they're they're saying they're gonna do it again next year. Which oh. And then the weird thing is like after I bought my books and everything, like the guy there is so nice, but he was like, All right, Andy, see you later. I was like, What? He knows my name? <laughs> he listened to our podcast. He he probably has listened to a couple of them. I don't think he's an avid listener, but I once went in there and I gave him I probably said this already, but I was like Hey man, I got these comics. Uh, do you want them? And he was like, "Oh, him and his wife actually were like, some kid wants this whole run of the Nam, the Nam, the Nam. How do you say it? I think it's the Nam. Well, probably the Nam, Vietnam. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I had the whole series, and he he's like, uh, he was like, what do you want for him? I was like, ah, whatever. You just as long as they go to somebody. And so they gave them to that kid, and so anyway, that's I think that's how he knew me. Oh. Well, you talked to him, too, about uh, possibly being a sponsor for us, didn't you? Yeah, I did, but we don't have any local listeners that much, so. Yeah. And they don't they do not do a whole lot of shipping. I think they do more shipping of action figures than they do um, comics, so. Anyway. It's all good. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. No, that's cool. I mean, that's what Free Comic Book Day is designed for, is the kids. Yeah, I know, readers, right? Get them in the store. The old people. See, I gotta say though, my store, my LCS is um, it it really is the best one I've ever been in because it's well lit, it's family oriented, it's clean. It doesn't have like system of a down plan where you don't know when they're gonna just bust out with the f word all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I like system as much as the next guy, but you know, I can't bring my kids in there. So true. True and that, it, though. Anyway. What'd you say? I said, true that, yo. True that, yo. All right. Are we moving on? Moving on up, just like Andy is, because he's getting a house with a bunch of barnyard animals. Special report. Yeah, so this is definitely an interesting episode. We just forewent the entire State of the Union, and we're not even during, doing current events. We're doing a special report. Of 17 different issues. Is that how much you counted? I have no idea. Okay. And I read them all right before we started the podcast. That's a lie. Uh, it is a lie. <laughs> all right, so we are talking about AVX. That is right, Avengers versus X-Men. We will be covering... And actually, we're just going to talk about it. We're not going to summarize the whole thing. But we will give you an update on where each title is. Avengers vs. X-Men. Avengers vs. X-Men versus Uncanny X-Men. X-Men Legacy. Wolverine and the X-Men. Avengers. New Avengers. Secret Avengers. And we'll do our best on Avengers Academy because neither of us read that. Nope. And let's just get it right out of the way right now. What? The following titles are not tie-ins. So, that means 
for all you people who just love AVX, you don't have to pick these up. For Scott of Fables, who hates AVX, these <laughs> are the titles for you. Number one, X-Men. That's adjective list. Number two, Uncanny X-Force. Number three, X-Factor. Number four, New Mutants. Number five, Astonishing X-Men. Number six, Avengers Assembled. Uh, or Assemble. And uh, the last one, Generation Hope, which just finished in April. Does that sound good? Complete list? Yes. Yeah, so are we talking about St- Scott Jimenez? Yeah. Yes. Scott hates anything that somebody else likes. <laughs> it's, you know what? Like he's, It's true. He's got a... <laughs> Don't even try and sugarcoat it. He's got a like, good perspective on a lot of books, but like the only titles he likes are Amazing Spider-Man and Journey into Mystery. And I have read every single Journey into Mystery except the last two... And I cannot get into that title at all. He also said he didn't like the Avengers movie. No, he's uh, did he did he not like it or he didn't see it? No, he ended up going and see it. Oh, he's did like, he? I don't know what all the fuss is about. Like, really, it wasn't that good. <laughs> he's like, if somebody else likes it, I can't. It's just the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Scott a lot, and he's a nice guy. But he just like, I have to buck the system. <laughs> I like him. I like him. He, yeah, he's a great guy. He he uh, he cracks me up because he's like every time we talk about Spider Man, he's like, oh yeah, Brand New Day is just amazing, except for that Grim Hunt. And I'm like, what? Brand New Day's <laughs> terrible, except for the Grim Hunt. <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> but he did a lot of research for me because I'm trying to um trying to shore up all my trades on uh, the Spider Man. Amazing. And uh, he he managed to find a, a complete list of all the amazing titles, and so I'm gonna go by with my pennies that I save if I, you know, from from eating my own sheep. So I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. get this sheep eater. Okay, so let's obviously we're gonna do AVX one through four. Where are we right now? What's going on right now? Um. All right, AVX four. Uh, just for my notes, I put that the art sucked. Uh, it was all over the place because Hope has sprung up in, well, at least her signature has sprung up in five different spots over the Earth. So all these teams were sent out to those places. Um, she met up with Wolverine, and he said that, uh, you know, like, we'll, we'll follow what you want to do. I won't tell you about what we're doing. But he didn't really keep it very much to himself and he betrayed hope and told Captain America where they were going and the Avengers meet on the moon to fight the X-Men. Now you said that the art sucked for number four with John Romita jr. Yeah. The, the latest one. Yeah. Okay. Like that has been the best art of the series yet. Um, all the art by John Romita jr sucks not all of it just oh my gosh i've seen all those poses <clears throat> it's like it's like greg land almost Whoa. oh it's not that bad it is it's it not is. that bad all right break out avengers number one and read it right beside avx4 and i bet you'll see half the poses that that may be true but the the they're 
the lines are crisper, that has better drawing technique, better pencils all the way around in AVX4. I thought that that one was the best art of the series so far. Now, next week... It's like asking which tumor would you like. You want the really bad tumor or the nice tumor? There's still tumors. Is that code name for job? <laughs> oh, no, I don't even say that word. I say J-O-B. Okay, the J-O-B. Word in my house. I'm down with the J-O-B. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> All right, so anyway, I thought the art was really good for number four. I was actually excited. I, I liked to read. I liked that issue. Um, oh. So... So yeah, they're on the moon. They're they're gonna fight on the moon. Now, what do you think about this being twelve issues long? Well, I think some every, all everybody, Tom Brevort, uh, Joe Casada, Axel Alonso, they're all saying that issue five is just gonna throw things into craziness, and the second arc is just gonna be wild. <laughs> so I think that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Well, we're getting Oliver Koipel on the art, so you should be happy about that. Yes, because the covers are great. I really liked all the covers, and I saw some screenshots from issue number six today, and they look really good. I don't think I've seen this, the covers for uh, his stuff, but his stuff is historically very good, very I clean. Mean, even the covers for AVX 1 through 4 were great. Yeah, yeah. So it just doesn't match the inside. And you're like, ooh, what's that? Well, you can tell he was a little rushed with a lot of that stuff, but I thought that he really took his time on, on this latest issue. Well, that yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> Look at you trying to be positive. Well, I mean, it is. like, I mean, you know what? He ha- He gets to work drawing comics. I don't. So he must be doing something right, you know? Well, but with everything that Mark Millar comes out with, I mean, he's – putting him to work i think he's part of millar's new company and everything so he's got to catch up with that millar writes like five issues of, you know well i was gonna ask you um you there yeah oh yeah okay sorry uh some of the teams that went out to you know the x-men teams and the avengers teams that went out i was gonna ask you who do you think would win what do you mean, like individuals or the teams? Well, like the yeah, the Wakanda teams, the team that Storm went out with, and the team that Black Panther went out with. Yeah, to be honest with you, I didn't really even pay attention to who was on the team. Well, that's okay because I've got them written down. You tell me. All right, so in Wakanda. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you this because this this makes sense to your question. Are you more interested in the matchup and the firepower and who's going to win and stuff, or or or? Or are you more interested in the Phoenix Force and how Wanda plays a role and what's going to happen to Hope? I'm more interested in the battles. Okay, I am way more interested in the other stuff. Okay. Okay, so that makes sense. All right. So that's good for us to do this, to go through these titles then, because I'm all about the battles and you're all about everything but the battles. Yes. Which doesn't make any sense, but... (laughs) It's called Avengers versus X Men, and you're excited about everything but the versus part. Right. It's a stupid. It's a stupid title. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in Wakanda, we got Black Panther, Iron Fist, Quicksilver, and Black Widow up against Storm, Danger, Rachel Summers, Magma, and Doctor Nemesis. To me, it sounds like the Avengers, hands down. I mean, Storm is very powerful, but Rachel. Without the Phoenix Force, what can she really do, you know? Oh, she just has telepathy and telekinesis. Right. So, who would beat her? 
I'm thinking Quicksilver. If she's flying, hello. Oh. Tell, <laughs> t- what is that? That's not I'm, anything you listed. What? Telepathy and telekinesis? That's not hovering. Levitation. Telekinesis? She has the same powers as Jean. Jean's dead. Jean's dead. She is, but telekinesis, you can fly. Okay, so you're saying that the X-Men will win that. Just Danger alone could beat all them. Danger's a dumb character. Absolutely, and I don't like Danger at all. But you know what? She beat the crap out of the X-Men multiple, multiple times. She can take these four losers. Yeah, well, I don't know what Black Panther's doing there, but Iron Fist is good. I like him. He is, but he can't beat Danger. <clears throat> he can't. He probably could beat Danger. Andy, you're so delusional. He can't. He probably can't beat Storm because he can't even touch her, and he probably can't beat Rachel because he can't touch her. And he can't beat Magma because he can't touch her, and he can't beat Danger. Now, what is well? Uh, what is what does Magma do? Magma do. She turns into lava and can control lava and shoots lava. See, to me, the Iron Fist could stand up to that. But not his flesh. He could. It'd be, it would be a, a nice, cool battle. But who could stand up to that? It's a dumb power. You are you're not even going with the battles. You're just like, I don't like this character. I don't like this power. <laughs> like Dr. Nemesis, they could all beat him. Yeah, what does he do? He's got like a syringe. He's got a gun in this picture, but yeah. And he covers his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. But. All right, what's the next team? All right, the Tabula Rasa team. We got She-Hulk, Luke Cage, and The Thing versus Namor, Hepzibah, and Sunspot. Okay, to me, again, Avengers. Yes, I definitely agree with you. I mean, they just overpower them. Yeah. Did you, uh, read, did you read Uncanny? I just did today, actually. Uncanny number 10, was it? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, it was okay. I actually enjoyed watching <laughs> that battle until it got to the part where the alien or whatever creature was like, so you guys going to mate or what? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what in the world? Like, what? what is this coming from? Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it, it it made sense because, you know, you have the, the Fantastic Four versus Namor type thing, and that now they're on the Avengers and the X-Men, and they're fighting, and, uh, like, I think one of our fans pointed that out. I'm, I can't remember who, but they, you know, I didn't, I didn't see that first, but then when I read it, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. And then all of a sudden, like, they were talking about mating, and I was like, oh, my goodness, like, what, what? does everything go back to sex? Like, what's the deal? Well, even with Hepzibah and Namor talking about hooking up. See, to me, though, that made more sense. Like, that, in the context of what we've learned about Namor and everything, that, even though it was on that subject, it it made sense to be in there. But Hepzibah was with Warpath. Whatever happened to that? Whatever. where, Where has she been for the past since Billy Tan was on the book? Yeah, she's been up with, uh, with S.W.O.R.D. Has she? Yeah. Where did we see that? In S.W.O.R.D. Oh, that, yeah, Gillen's S.W.O.R.D. that the art was so terrible. Well, I don't know. It was pretty crisp. Uh, out of all of the issues, it was probably the crispest one. Are you yawning or are you making fun of me? <laughs> I'm making fun of <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
next group. Latveria. We got Daredevil, Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, and Mockingbird against Colossus, Domino, and Dazzler. Okay, I think Colossus could take them all. Yes. Colossus and Domino probably could take them all. I don't know what Dazzler does. She turns light sound into light. Oh, yeah, but she can fuse it into blasts. She can make holograms. She can do all kinds of stuff with that. I She defeated Galactus. I think that Spider-Man, given enough time, could beat Colossus, but not in strength. He would have to figure it out. Like he, like he said in AVX versus number two, he would have to you know, trick him or use some sort of science or something like that. All right, one to Gore. We got Red Hulk, Hawkeye, and Doctor Strange versus Magneto, Iceman, Angel, and Psylocke. The X-Men. I think the X-Men will win. See, you're coming to the right side now. I'm just, no, I'm trying to be objective. (laughs) I know you are, bro. So, I mean, you have Hawkeye, Mockingbird, and Doctor Strange? No, Hawkeye, Red Hulk. And Doctor Strange. Oh, Red Hulk. How could I confuse Rolk with Mockingbird? So Rolk... Okay, see, to me, Psylocke, Magneto, and who else? Iceman and Angel. Hulk is the only one they have to... Red Hulk is the only one they have to worry about. Yeah. But, I mean, I think he's... I don't think he's all that... Smart. I think he thinks he's smart, and that's his downfall. Last group, Savage Land. We got Cap and Giant Man versus Madison Jeffries. <laughs> I, I don't know why they include him. Uh, Warpath, Gambit, and Magic. That's it? Just Cap and Giant Man? Yeah. Oh, man, I... As much as it pains me, I'm going to have to go with the X-Men. Well, they lost. Remember well, then, in AVX? Well, then why are you even asking me? I'm just asking what you think. What you, who you think would I think the AVX... I, I think that the, the X-Men would do better than just Cap... Like, I would love to see Cap versus Warpath. Yeah, and they didn't show that one. I know. Cap versus Gambit. Who cares about that? For real. What a great segue into the next issues. All right, so uh, AVX versus one and two. Yeah, I would have much rather seen Warpath versus Captain America. That seems like it would be a brutal fight. Totally. Gambit just seems like he would knock people out of the way until, you know, Cyclops came and shot his whatever. Yeah, I like Gambit, but I, I just wasn't interested in seeing him battle Captain America. Well, who was in, was who, who was in AVX versus number one? It, <laughs> It was Juggernaut. Namor and, and uh, thing. thing and Juggernaut and I mean Colossus, Colossonaut and who was the other one? No, no, Magneto and Iron Man or that one. All That's right, so it. so what do we think about this? Magneto and Iron Man. I think we talked about this. Did we? We talked about AVX one. We just didn't talk about uh, AVX two. Okay, let me ask you this, Catherine Imanen. And Stuart Eminem, are they sibs? They're married. Are they really? Yes. Do you, are you just saying that? No, they're married. Okay. They do good work together. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the, the art 
you know, it's a, it's a unique style and it's more cartoony. It's nowhere near as good as the art for Iron Man versus Magneto. Yeah. I mean, of course that's a Qbert. So, um, all right. So we already talked about this anyway, whatever. Where are we? Number two. Yeah. Colossus versus Spider-Man and Gambit versus Cap. All right. First of all, the cover art, the top half of the cover art is just not good at all. With Colossus? Yeah, his teeth, man. Yeah, I don't know. It looks stupid. All right. Anyway, <laughs> McNiven's art is good. But did McNiven, McNiven wrote this also, which is weird. Anyway, uh, Gambit versus uh, Cap. It's all right, and I I did I did like how he was like, well, what happens when I when I uh, put energy into the shield, and what happens when I put energy into the armor? That was cool stuff, and I did like when uh, Cap was all ripped up, but you know it just ended way too. I mean, it was way too expected, you know. Sure. Well, and there's a big continuity error because his costume's not ripped up in AV in AVX number four when he's having this conversation about the new plan oh yeah you're right i read this after that tis 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 terrible terrible all right and what'd you think about um i do not like this avx fun fact nonsense <laughs> yeah it doesn't make sense <sighs> no. dr doom diverted his budget for doomba construction he could abolish poverty in latveria who cares yeah well clearly he doesn't yeah so why are you tell me <laughs> This one that, was at, that was the Colossus versus Amazing Spider-Man. Right, and actually the inside art, the the interiors was not bad. I did like the interiors for this. Yeah, um, beautiful. But the actually I I enjoyed the battle too. So I liked this one. I liked AVX number two way better than AVX number one. Me too. I wanted a a definitive winner though. I wanted Colossus to definitively beat Spider-Man, not that he had to go away. Yeah, but know? how would he how would he do that though? Like just pound him until he's down? Yeah. Just beat him unconscious and leave him or something. That would hurt. That would hurt my inner being if I read that. I mean, I like Spider-Man, but I love Colossus. Yeah, but you don't understand, man. Like <laughs> if you <laughs> you I don't know why you just started laughing at me. No, I don't know what I want to hear what I don't understand. Okay, you don't understand that like to me as a reader, if if Colossus can beat Spider-Man to a pulp and then he's an inch between taking his life, like the next step is to take his life, then that means that anybody who is on that strength level of Colossus could beat Spider-Man and then kill him when he knocks him out. And so like it ruins all of continuity for me. To go back and say this guy who is supposed to be as strong as Colossus or stronger or whatever, Spider-Man beat him. You know, like, I don't know. It pains me to see Spider-Man unconscious and helpless where anybody could just, you know, slit his throat or whatever. Well, but there are instances where people can do that. That's... That's true, but how many times does that happen where the person doesn't kill the person? Like, how many, how 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 lucky is Spider-Man gonna get for fifty years? Well, he's been this lucky. It's not gonna run anytime soon. Well, that's what I mean. Like the the realism, the reality, the realisticness of it. 
there okay but you're talking about a, a demon possessed guy that skin turns into organic steel it's only so real <laughs> right yeah but then why do we why do we read these because it's fun yeah but i i need to know that he can take care of him ah, it's never mind you have to be able to step out and just be like dude Spider-Man cannot beat Juggernaut and Colossus. It just can't happen. Well, I understand, and I, I, I did appreciate the outcome of this. That's why I was like, well, I mean, they have to run away. But he was, Spider-Man was going to go the distance with him, you know? Until Daredevil was like, alright, we got to go. <laughs> but I guess. It's just going to be like every other Juggernaut versus Spider-Man attack. Yeah, I guess I haven't read too many of those i think i've read two other ones he just always ends up out to outsmart him or burying him in a, a you know layers and layers of concrete stuff like that right right all right well here's to avx number three being the best who is but it i doubt it <laughs> who is it Ma- magic versus black widow who i don't really care about and juggernaut colossus versus thing so why are they picking these? Is it because it, it, it's reflected in AVX, the the main title? Yes. Okay, so that so it has nothing to do with oh okay we've seen these characters before. No, it's just taking the battles that we've seen in AVX proper and putting them in in the the verses. I I like that idea. That's pretty I good. I do, but I think they're picking these random ones. Yeah, they're kind of weird. They probably they probably said, okay, well, here are the battles. Who you who do you guys want to pick to write about? I, I maybe they did. I just they could they could write so many battles from AVX number one. They could have its own miniseries right there. Yeah, I thought that's what this was actually, and I was going to be disappointed. But this makes more sense. And I like it because the main title for me is what happens to Hope, what happens to Wanda. Mm-hmm. And this title for you is, okay, well, let's flesh it out a little bit. And yeah. that's good. That's good, though, because if they had this in AVX, I'd be totally bored. But since they have their own book, you can actually take your time and tell a full story instead of saying, okay, we're going to try to fit this battle within three pages. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it, they're good just on picking you, the wrong ones for Mr. Mayo. What'd you say? They're just picking the wrong ones for Mr. Mayo. Are you, You're not looking wrong. forward to the Magic Black Widow one? I'm not, and I didn't want to. I didn't really care about Ca- Captain American Gambit. But it was good art, though. It was beautiful art, absolutely. But there were just so many other battles I wanted to see. But that's okay. This preview cover for Magic and Black Widow looked terrible. Black Widow looks like she's got a an early '90s haircut, like Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld. Yes, yes, it's very bouffanty. Yeah. All right. All anyway. Right. Where's we at? Okay. X-Men Legacy. You Are you reading X-Men Legacy? I am. What's going on with that? She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Falcon, Falcon show up to the to the Jean Grey school to watch what's going on. But Frenzy goes and baits Moon Knight into a battle. And they all fight. The end. Okay, so this is kind of a, a title that's focusing on Wolverine's group, the people at the... It's actually Rogue's group, but the people at the school right now. Yep. 
I thought it was cool. I like Moon Knight. I, I, I enjoyed the art also. Yeah, it was okay. I I I was hoping that She Hulk would kill Frenzy. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you on I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I do not like Frenzy at all. Get rid of her. So I'm I'm interested in the next issue to see what happens with um Rogue being hulked out. Yeah. Hopefully. It was interesting too, people said that She Hulk was over at Tabula Rasa in Uncanny X Men. But he's also at the Jean Grey school. Like, oh, really? Yeah. That's such a hard thing to fetch when Wolverine is in 30 different titles. <laughs> yeah, so you took the opposite view of that. I was like, oh, oh big deal. You know, it could be two hour time difference. Okay, so we touched on Uncanny, we touched on Legacy. What's going on with Wolverine and the X Men? Uh, like, Cyclops and Emma showed up, and there was a bunch of talking and stuff, but. It's Chris Piccolo art, so can I always tell what was going on? <laughs> but what I liked the best was that Shi'ar Death Commando showed up at the end, which was cool. Looking forward to that, huh? I liked in this issue where, I mean, the Piccolo art is nice, but yeah, it's it's difficult to tell what's going on. But I like that he Cyclops comes and gives them all a choice, and he's like, all right, well, just because you chose wolverine you're still mutants you know yeah and uh it kind of makes sense and i I think there's still going to be a schism after this but it tells it really defines what the schism was about it wasn't about leadership it was about an ideology of what to do with the kids right Mm -hmm. so that's what we were told well i mean this book reinforces that though yeah so you kind of get the whole look here's a threat anybody who wants to go fight go fight Come on back. But still, there's you know in the back of their mind, though, it's kind of going to be, you know. What? Well, in the back of Wolverine's mind, he definitely keeps track of who, you know, who's who's going to, who, who left. Yeah. Because he says, let's just hope there's something to come back to. I mean... I know he's talking about the Phoenix in that, but so I don't know. It's real. Why do you think he's so against this when all the other mutants can kind of see it? Well, I'm not sure that his allegiance has maybe all played quite out yet, uh, and maybe and if it has. I think a lot of what's hardest for him is because his relationship with Gene. He saw what it did. Yeah, okay. And I think he's probably he's probably right. The Phoenix Force is coming and people don't want to take it out. They want to guess that it's something that's going to work and bring back mutants. When the Phoenix Force hasn't done that in the past, it's just killed billions and billions of people and destroyed lives and and just mess stuff up. I mean, what? That's what I would do. Yeah. No, I, I I like this book. I like it better than Legacy, and I like it better than Uncanny because it actually defines a little bit of. You see why people are doing what they're doing, and not just seeing the actions. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, now we'll go to Avengers. Avengers, basically the latest issue, issue 26. Um, Protector, who is Novar, a, a Kree soldier. Uh, he was contacted by the Supreme Intelligence, which is the Kree, you know, hive mind or whatever. And uh, said, okay, well, you need to contain the Phoenix Force at any cost. And so... I think he's on the planet with the with the Secret Avengers team, right? Or no? Have you been reading this title? Are you at your computer? Did you step you what away? now? I said <laughs> you stepped away, didn't you? You weren't giving your review, so I ran to go get a drink. <laughs> I'm thirsty. No, so Avengers takes place with the Secret Avengers team, so it's the same yeah. team as Avengers as in Secret Avengers, right? Right now. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so they're in space, and Thor, they found out that whatever Thor's hammer is made of can stop some of the Phoenix Force. So Phoenix gets torn up a little bit, um, and so when he's recovering, all of a sudden, Protector, or Novar, um, says, you know, I have to stop you guys, I have to contain the Phoenix Force no matter what. So, And I think this is probably going to lead into what's going on with... Um, Captain Marvel coming back, right? Because Carol, like Carol's it. up there with them. Yeah, it looks like it. So anyway, I think this is interesting because it, it gives you a little bit of take. Well, I guess that's Secret Avengers, it looks like. But I don't know why we're focusing on the same thing. It looks like the X-Men side is all about the fighting of the Avengers, and then the Avengers titles are all... Boring. Well, yeah, boring background side information. Like, Avengers and Secret Avengers are boring titles. New Avengers is very interesting to me, but it's not even in current continuity. What do you mean? Have you been reading it? Secret Avengers? No, no, New Avengers. Oh, yeah, with all that Kunlun Iron Fist crap? Right. Yes, I've been re- dredging my way through it. See, I am really into that book. I like that book a lot, but it's it's just surprising to me that it's not it's telling a story that happened a long time ago about the Phoenix when it visited Earth. And I mean, that's fine with me. I just think it's weird that it's not tying in like there's no fights or anything that has to do with anything that's current going on. So, yeah, so that leads us to New Avengers and basically we find out that there was a girl a long time ago in Kunlun who um, was a host for the Phoenix Force. And back then, it was back in the days of Leonardo da Vinci. And it kind of ties into Hickman's shield title, which is pretty cool. But um, I forget the, the guy, the head guy's name. UT or Master UT uh, starts to train the girl. And she's going to eventually get the Phoenix Force and we're going to find out what happens with that. And maybe that'll give us a clue of um, how to deal with Hope when she gets the Phoenix Force inhabited within her. Secret Avengers, they're in space. um, And it's kind of the tie-in issue to Avengers. Um, Nothing nothing really trying to remember what happens here. Bear with me. Let's see here. Okay, I got it open. The Phoenix Force is a cosmic entity capable of causing a planet-wide extinction event. It's on its way to Earth, and the only thing, and the Avengers are going to be the only thing that stand in its way. So this title has 
weirdo art. It's very strange. And then uh, they're talking about reviving. Oh, see, it kind of ties in. It's supposed to go Secret Avengers, then Avengers, then Secret Avengers, then Avengers. And um, so what shows up, he says, um, Captain Marvel shows up and says, if we are to succeed, I'll need your help. If we are to succeed, we must kill the Avengers. And so it's all about the Novar protecting the Phoenix Force or containing the Phoenix Force. Now, did you read this? Nope. Okay. Did you I open it at all? It, though. Yeah, I definitely looked at it. Okay, Beast is totally different. He's not Cat Beast anymore at all. No. So I don't know what's going on with that. Well, Axel Alonso said it was an art mistake. Oh, he did address it? Yeah. Like, this isn't the first time, though. <laughs> no, it's not. It doesn't make any sense to me how they can keep, you know, Renato Guedes. I mean, even just go back to the new X-Men when he first appeared like Cat Beast. <sighs> even the Cat Beast of today doesn't look anything like that. Right, right. That Frank Quiet Quitly version. Well, that's because you're reading Sword, and he looked like a total... Oh. His snout was like a foot and a half long. <laughs> that was terrible. So, anyway... I do like the fact that, yeah, they're dealing with battles in some issues. They're dealing with the story from the X-Men's perspective in some issues and then how they're deciding how to deal with it. And then in Avengers, um, they're telling a background story in New Avengers. And then these two titles, they're they're saying, okay, well, the, the Avengers are actually going to deal with the problem out in space. And, and then that's their first line of defense. And then their second line of defense is actually dealing with it at home. So... I thought that's pretty interesting. As much as that story doesn't doesn't matter to me, I uh, I like that they address it. You know, mm-hmm. um, Avengers Academy. Man, I haven't read that since issue six, and I think basically in the Avengers Academy, some of them are mutants and some of them aren't, and so they're gonna argue. Yeah, I read. I didn't read the last issue, but I read two issues ago. I just don't remember a lot of what happened because it was kind of boring, but I you've, know that Sebastian Shaw escaped. You've read up to two issues ago? No, I just read the AVX tie-in from two issues back. Oh, really? Because it said it was a tie-in, and I wanted to know why they were in jail. I forget why they're in jail. They're a captive, but like it's it's cool with everybody. But Sebastian Shaw escaped. So that's the big thing they have to do is catch Sebastian Shaw. How can you just jump into a title and read a random issue? Is this really? Really? This is from the guy who's like, I'm going to just collect random issues that I randomly like. I'm just going to collect them, but I read every single one. There's only three Marvel titles I'm not reading right now. Well, cool. Let me bake you some brownies and give you a pin or something. No, I'm just saying that I just... I read them all so that I know which ones to go out and buy hard copies of. And I'm just saying it was a tie-in, so I wanted to read it. Yeah, but how how can you read it if you have no idea what's going on? Well, it was kind of self-explanatory. They have those recap pages at the beginning. They don't tell you anything. Come on. You want my answer or not? I gave it to you. (laughs) Okay. God. Goodness gracious. And once again, what do you... 
lastly, what do you think about the uh, these titles, that there's an X-Men title that's not tying in, Uncanny X-Force doesn't tie in, X-Factor, he's doing his own thing. Uh, yeah. New Mutants, they're in their own limited series right now with Journey into Mystery. And then Astonishing, who knows what's going on with them. And then Avengers Assemble has got nothing to do with this. That, that has more to do with the movie, which makes sense. They have a title yeah. for the movie. Well, X-Men is probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, title out right now. I really? really? I love that team. I think that team is so cool. The Vampire Team? Storm, Warpath, Colossus, Domino, Psylocke. I think that team just rocks. That's so It's so cool to have that team together. It's basically X-Force. To an, you know, kind of, yeah. Storm is leading, trying to lead a moral X-Force. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I really like that. Uncanny X-Force started out good. It's, I hope it's going to get better. I think X-Factor is great because it is old school, but it's new school, and they're letting Peter David do what he wants to with it. Are you, awesome. are you currently reading that title? I'm not. Okay. But I, I, I thumb through it, and I read the solicits and stuff, and I read every interview with Peter David, so it, I kind of feel like I know kind of what's going on. It's a fun read, no doubt about it. And I just love those characters, too. <clears throat> it's just another, I just haven't taken time to put it aside. Some, uh, of, the, some of the titles I pick up are just like, oh, why do I have to read this now? And then, <laughs> but some of them are like, really, I look forward to going at and x-factor is one of them that's top of my list i'll get it back into eventually i mean i did a thing like two years ago where i just took like you know 35 issues of x-factor i just sat down and i just read them all so i'll probably eventually get there with this x-factor too gotcha new mutants not interested the art looks boring i don't understand why there's still new mutants it's been like 30 years what <laughs> aren't you x-men now like what do they call themselves they can't call themselves the new mutants you know right it's dumb. astonishing x-men what the heck is going on with what that title is nuts it's like it's all about getting on the view and and getting all the you know the I don't know what's the right word. Being the new politically correct, you know, liberal, what, whatever. Uh, liberal isn't the right word. The right word is um, trying to be cutting edge for the sake of being cutting edge. What I don't, you know, what I think's going on with that, and somebody I think on the board said this or uh, the Facebook page a while ago, is I think that Mar- Marvel is trying to jump aboard because Archie Comics had a homosexual wedding, right? Yep. And so why isn't the big two, why aren't they jumping into this? And so this is their way to do that. And DC just announced this over the weekend, that they're going to reintroduce a, a, a straight character and make him gay. Yeah. So I think... a big character. I think it's just... I think this is Marvel's way of, of making a big splash that way, which... I guess it's cool that it's in a different title, but it's does it really have to do with the story? Like, no, it's North Star, who no one cares about, and his boyfriend, who no one knows. Right. It's it's this is not. I'm I mean, I remember when Jean Grey and Cyclops got married in the comic books. 
that was news. Like that was in newspapers. They did a mock wedding. It was there were invitations made up. There was a wedding album that came out. That was news because Gene Gray and Cyclops, after thirty years, finally got married. This is not that at all. And it just cheapens it and it makes it lackluster. And I feel like it's it's the gay thing being done for the sake of doing the gay thing because that is what we're trying to promote right now. You know, and, whether you, you know, believe it or not, it doesn't matter, but it's just kind of it doesn't make any sense. See, OK, here's here's my take on it. OK, being strictly um, secularly objective right now. They are pushing hard. There's a political issue right now for marriage equality. And it has nothing to do with sexual orientation or love. It has to do with rights for uh, specific groups of people. And that's what it has to do with. And I, I think that the homosexual community is being used as a guinea pig to test out how far political agendas can go to take rights and give them and assign them to, to people. And that, that makes me very sad for them and for society as a whole. Mm. And so being secularly objective on that, I think that Marvel is, is propagating this unwittingly, unknowingly, but that, yeah, I think it cheapens the whole thing because you're talking about, uh, you're talking about human rights and civil rights that need to be preserved and and held in high esteem, but then handed out willy nilly to not not necessarily homosexuals, but any group of people who stand up and and uh, other people make noise about, you know, like mm-hmm. ah, just I'm I'm not a fan of of politicizing something for the sake of of swaying legislation you know what i mean absolutely and even just what they're doing i mean this episode will by the time that our viewers hear this this will be old news but by bringing it and outing it on the view of all things it just reeks of cheapness it does it does what what a terrible venue or avenue to to pull that you know like make it Make it mainstream news. If you, if it's really a big deal, then put it in the Washington Post, the New York Times, the same places, the same media outlets that when Captain America died. If it's really that big a news. But if you're playing to a specific audience for the sake of, of, of a cheap thrill, then yeah, release it to stupid, you know, the Oprah Winfrey channel, whatever. Yeah. No, I totally agree because, yeah, it's a very different audience than, you know, if there wasn't some motivation behind it, they'd be playing to a different audience. Yeah. And then uh, Generation Hope, that got canceled, but Avengers Assemble, I've been reading that. I've really enjoyed that, too. And it's, I remember when it first was released, how I was very much against it. I do Um, remember that, yes. Like, very hardcore. But it kind of makes sense. I'm not sure where it fits in (laughs) continuity-wise. But so far, it's made some sense. I think it's going to be after AVX. Do you? Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense that, you know. And, and Hulk has some stuff he's working out right now, too, that 
they're 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 gonna fit in. I think it's a um kind of a children's crusade thing where it spans it happens over the time, but by the time it ends, you see that it, it took place after the current event. Mm-hmm. So do you think the team will stay the same for a while? The Avengers assemble? Um They're going into space next, I think, right? Oh, are they? I think so. Yeah, I think that the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to show back up again. Uh, so You're right. You're right. So it, that might be a lot of people are actually speculating that Bendis is going to take on, instead of the X-Men uh, universe, he's going to take on um, the, the cosmic stuff that Abnett and Lanning were doing. I think he will. Oh. I think that'll be great. Yeah, I saw your comment. <laughs> Did you see what I replied back? I think Aaron was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna start reading those titles too." Oh, what did you say? I said Jared said that because he doesn't <laughs> read those titles and he doesn't want to read Bendis because he's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a jerk? Because you are. Bendis is a jerk. That's, what said. <laughs> that's rude. You're like, oh, space titles. That's awesome. <laughs> and then Aaron was like. Yeah, I think it's awesome too. Cool. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't <laughs> let him get away with that. <laughs> that was good stuff. All right, we uh we on to the Tinas? We are on to the Tinas. The Tina Award. Alright, sir. How many Tinas do you have? Trace. I have four. What? You can't have four. Four Tinas. You told me next time. You told me I had to have four. And how often do you listen to me? All the time I listen. I don't always obey. <laughs> yeah. Better to live on the corner of roof than to do a podcast with an upset co-host. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one, you ready? Yes. Okay, this is gonna be this is gonna be challenging because we didn't talk about specific issues necessarily. So we'll we'll see how we do. Uh, okay. Don't rush the good thing. No, no, no. That's mine. <laughs> well, okay, all right. That can be your one. <laughs> no, okay, don't rush the good. Because if I say what I think, then that gives away mine, too. Well, then do you want me to guess? No, it's okay. It's okay. Don't rush the good things. Um... All right, what would I think you would think it's about? <laughs> uh, um, the AVX versus battles? Uh, no, I said that it would that kind of a mocking thing like AVX is in 12 issues where it could be probably told in 6. Oh. Okay. You know, cuz Marvel's saying, "Oh, don't rush the good things. Let's make this you know, last for 12 issues. Oh, okay. So does that mean yours was the AVX stuff or no? Or AVX versus? Nope. Nope. I tried to guess something else. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, don't rush the good things. Wait. Oh, I didn't not... tell you what my first Tina award was. Wait, that's not your, you're not doing that one? That was going to be my third one. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. 
Alright, my first teen award is Don't Rush the Good Thing. That means you have to play the clip twice. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. All right. It'll save me some time. <laughs> oh. Uncanny X-Men? Mm-mm. It's still AVX. Oh. Oh, the art. Don't rush the art. Well, that was a good guess. No. <laughs> but wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. Something about them going from this place to that place to this place to that place? Um, no. All right, help me out. Mine is totally opposite of yours. I feel like it's going too fast and they need to slow it down. And they're going to need to make it like 18 issues instead of 12. What? The total opposite? Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Stuff is happening so fast. I'm like, slow down. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> all right, number two, Backstabbers. Would that be Wolverine and Hope? Uh, no, but that is actually a good guess, too. Backstabbers, I mean, that could be all these a million things. Uh, uh, is it AVX? No. Oh. It's not Versus? No. Wolverine and the X-Men? Yes. Wolverine and Cyclops? Uh, no. Rachel Summers and Wolverine? It's just right. It's just Wolverine's team saying, "I'm gonna go fight with Cyclops." Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wish there were sound effects because that's exactly how it would go too. Like, ah, I might yeah. uh, don't hate me. It's true, right? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're no, right. That was good. That was a good one. Good show, chap. Oh, good show. That was yours. Good show, chap. Uh huh. What's your next, Tina? Oh. Confidential. I'll keep it confidential. It's secret. Confidential. Make kind of some surprise. But I can't stay secret from crying out. So don't worry. I'll keep this confidential. I don't think I have that sound clip. On the Wildest Dreams album. Oh, Wildest... Of course, yeah. (laughs) Produced by Trevor Horn. Hello! Written by Sheryl Crow. Was it really? Yep, she decided she didn't want it. I understand. Tina's like, give it to me, skank. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Sharon Stone, come on. (laughs) Sheryl Crow. Uh, I'm going to go with... Avengers proper? 
Did you say no? Yeah, I said no. You're like, uh, no. Oh, no, I go, mm, no. I'm trying to let you down easy. Thanks, I appreciate that. I'll just start being rude. Okay. You suck. Be like, ah, sorry. <laughs> Secret Avengers? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uncanny? No. All right, what, what book? AVX. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number four. Is it because Wolverine tricked Hope? Yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> Not very confidential. Right, I understand. I understand. Rude. All right, ready? Yep. What's love got to do with it? You must try to ignore that it means more than that. Oh, what's love got to do? Got to do with it. What's love but a second hand emotion? What's love got to do? Got to do with it. Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? They see you that I'm acting confused. That'd be Storm and Black Panther? Nope. That'd be the protector leaving his girlfriend? Nope. Actually, that's that was a good scene. I like that, but no. Well, it should be, because I think that was what it should be. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah let me tailor <laughs> mine to years. Good. That's what I've got to do. <laughs> I specifically talked about this. Was I getting ice in the other room? You may you may have been. Let me run quick. Uh, what title? Uncanny. Oh, oh, the mating thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all of a sudden, I'm like, what is what? Is, why? What does love have to do with this? Good point. <laughs> okay, yours. Okay, take me to the river. I didn't get to talk about this. <laughs> oh, great. What title? Uncanny X-Men. And AVX. And AVX? It's not Namor. I mean, it's Namor fighting in the water? Yeah! <laughs> okay, okay. And, you know, he seems to struggle a lot fighting in the water. Did you notice that? Yeah, it's weird. It's been difficult for him. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, the other guys, like Luke Cage, it's fine. Yeah, and the thing won that battle... And in uh, versus number one. Yeah, that was weird. What that was strange. <laughs> All right, my last one. Pick me tonight. I really don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, you you should be able to get this one because we talked a lot about it, and you even had your own little Ask Andy segment. Oh, for for the the ver- the battles. Yeah, yeah. Like who got picked to go where? Well, no, it was like who do you pick? You know, in the AVX, who's gonna win? AVX oh, versus gotcha. who's gonna win? Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, well, I think we're gonna about wrap it up here. 
Yeah, we made perfect. It's actually at two hours from That's when we first started talking. That is amazing. It seems time has flown by with you. My my second best friend. Oh, who's your first? Oh well, I mean clearly Jackie. Oh. <laughs> my my soul's friend. <laughs> he said that on Oprah once, and I was like, it's kind of cheesy, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> I, I can appreciate it. Because we're soulmates, you know? Like, you and Jackie are soulmates, Jennifer and I are soulmates, and Jennifer's more than my best friend. She's absolutely, like, my soul's friend. Yeah. It's like it. something that transcends more than best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's the one you want to go to when your best friend's being a jerk, and you'd be like, look, can you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you believe what he said on the podcast tonight? <laughs> <laughs> he called me out. He asked me a question and didn't like my answer. <laughs> you believe uh, he made me wait to re- record this later? I'm sorry. I know. No, it's I all right. Did, are you at home or are you at work? No, I'm at work. Okay. Yeah. Well, your text, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, oh, the Bachelorette is on from this time to this time, so can we record here? Like, no, you didn't even say. You were like, the Bachelorette is on, so can we record from here to here? And I was like, oh, did I? Did he want to miss it? Did he want to see it? Does... Oh, yes. He wanted to miss it. Oh, <laughs> uh, And he did. He went upstairs and studied for the podcast. Hey, look at you. <laughs> and he talks in third person now. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> look, look at him. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Marvel 616 Politics. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us at uh, marvel616politics.com. Email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. We just had, I think we had like 100 new followers today. So welcome, what? everyone. Uh, Twitter.com slash 616politics. And join us where? Where else can they join us? Facebook.com slash marvel616politics is where else they can join us. They can leave comments. They can post pictures. They can make finger puppets and take pictures and video and post it. We don't care, as long as it's age-appropriate. Or you can even just give us a call, communicate with us verbally, leave us a message, ask us a question, do a funny voice. Do do new voices so Andy can make up more impressions for when he plays Barbies with his three beautiful daughters. That'd be <laughs> awesome. 616-755-TINA. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and we're on Bitly. Right. Bitly.com slash Marvel616Politics is our iTunes account. Go there. Leave a review. Uh, tell us what you think. Um, I do have to say a couple people have – a couple people actually have recently contacted me and said, hey, did you delete my post? But um, we have the, the spam filter on the Facebook page for um, no curse words. And then uh, – so try to keep it PG out there. I know it's tough sometimes. Um what was the last thing I would say? Oh, Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com, our sponsor. They're amazing. They pay the bills. They So anyway, we thank them. Make sure um, you use our new promotion code, MarvelPoll8. MarvelPoL8. Uh, you get an extra 8% off. You're already discounted 40% off trades from instocktrades.com which is their sister site so with that was there anything else uh i got nothing okay me neither and my bladder's about to explode so i am 
out of here. Until next time, make yours Marvel 616 Politics. Ready? Go. Keep talking. Jazz. Jazz it up. Oh, jazz. Jazzercise. Jazz music. Feeling jazzy. (laughs) Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Jazz hands. Jazz hands.